hold on. I'm now on my dashboard on Twitch. Let's make sure it's not shit. Yeah, all Dusty's going for me. Welcome to Not Shitting the Bed. <laughs> Otherwise known as Geek Out Weekly, the podcast where we geek out not so strongly on a roughly seven day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Geek Out Weekly, nothing. Nah. Look, I'm tired. <laughs> We've had some technical difficulties. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Adil. I'm joined by Ben. Hey. And also, welcome back, Dave. Whee! And look, I, he has a face. I do have a face. I have a camera. Cheap eBay mm-hmm. camera. <laughs> Woo! I mean, yeah, that's fair. I got a couple of those for free. Uh, uh, well, for free. I reviewed a couple um, earlier in lockdown, uh, and they were bad, and I said they were bad. But I gave, then I gave um, you're Adam Thomas, former uh, Out of Lives regular contributor, now occasional contributor. Um yeah, I just sent him a webcam in the post. It was like, you don't have one. You've always said you wanted one. I don't need this. Great. <laughs> so you should have talked to me in the summer is what I'm saying. I could have hooked you up with a cheap eBay camera for free. Well, all year like last year I had one. that It was built into the screen. I've got a new screen now and just didn't buy one. So, mm. yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Mm. Um, I am totally distracted by my quick crop job that uh didn't work and so you can see a green bar on the right side of my screen and it's driving me nuts yeah um don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> so i'm only 18 minutes late yeah exactly um what are we talking about today oh, yeah. thanks ben i'm doing a really piss poor job of hosting uh yes we're talking about wandavision part three of our wandavision series and by that i mean we talked about um the pilot two episodes that were released together uh, and then we talked about episodes three, four, and five. And so we're going to briefly speak around six, seven, eight, and nine, but obviously that's a lot. And um going to focus on the last two episodes um, slash basically what we what we thought the whole time um, mm-hmm. rather than worrying about you know, the minutia of in episode six, I was astounded by this because no one remembers it. In fact, that's one of the things uh, uh, we're going to talk about near the end is the like what it is to watch especially in lockdown, a group watch weekly basis thing in the modern era. Because mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of complaints about WandaVision, which I think are about the way you watch it and have to talk about it rather than maybe what it is as a basic, as a show. Mm. Um, but anyway, let's, um, let's first ask, um, just because we don't want to get bored with plot right away, but what generic broad brush um overall impressions dave just did you like it really yeah i loved it i thought it was brilliant i i i don't know if it's because it's it's still so fresh but at the moment it could be my favorite part of the mcu to be honest oh yeah i know excellent i mean i i have problems with it there are certain things and we will get into that there are it's it's not perfect but it's for me it's it's pretty close i absolutely loved it excellent nice how about you, Ben? Uh, I did enjoy it very much. <laughs> uh, it started. It started slow for me, um, but I think it built up 
to something that I um, wanted to watch. I, I can't remember whether it was in our first or second chat about it. I'm saying it's not something we jump into straight away. You know, it's it's kind of Friday Friday evening rolls around. Like, shall we watch it? Well, there's other stuff that we're kind of into. Whereas maybe these four, we kind of got into it by that point. And it was right. It's out we, with the, the kids in bed. Let's sit down and watch it because right. this is what we've been looking forward to kind of today. Um, so, uh, yeah, overall, very enjoyable. But like Dave, there are a few little nitpicky things I want to talk about. Awesome. Well, let's see what comes up when we talk about... Uh, are you keeping also- your opinions on it secret, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I Sorry, I, I went into like host mode where you're generic. But uh, I really, really liked it. I felt a little let down by the last episode. Not overall, but just sort of what was focused on versus what I thought was important to the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's going to come out, I think, when we speak about episode nine. Um, I also will say uh, that um, for those of you who caught our discussion on The Mandalorian... Uh, especially season one, there were these um, episodes that felt kind of as placeholder or more empty compared to everything else. Like, I really didn't like the Return to Tatooine episode in season one of The Mandalorian, where it just felt like a bottle episode with assassins that nothing really happened mm-hmm. in. Um, and there wasn't anything like that in WandaVision, right? It, it's nine very well-thought-out, planned episodes where the of the various sort of moving parts of, of thematic moving parts, each episode's doing something towards them all. And it's obviously when you're outside the hex for most of an episode, it's going to be less so the grief loss stuff, but there's still, I think they did a really good job of, of balancing that and making, not making you feel like, you know, like the Netflix Marvel shows did where you're like, okay, but what if we didn't have three of those episodes? I think I still would have liked it and maybe wouldn't have gotten bored, right? You never have mm-hmm. those moments. Um, well, I mean, really to be crazy. fair, the Netflix shows, there was a couple of where, what if we didn't have that entire series? I probably would have. <laughs> <clears throat> Looking Truth. at you, Iron Fist. Right? And then they ended it with uh, something that seemed really cool. Like, oh, that's a neat, neat twist of undoing some of the whitewashing and doing some neat stuff. We will never see what that might have been. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So when last we left our conversation, um, sorry, I've lost my tab. There we go. Uh, we we had finished episode six, um, which was um, when the dog died and that Sparky. Pietro was oh, yeah. um, recast. So mm-hmm. a long, long time ago when you think about how much has been packed into these four episodes. So, luckily, we can probably rush through, but um, the episode six was the all-new Halloween Spooktacular, which was the, like, uh, 1990s yes. sitcom, mm. um, where Wanda wants Tommy and Billy's first Halloween to be a family, but Vision says he, you know, wants to patrol the streets with the neighborhood watch. But then Pietro offers to step in as a fa- father figure, and there's some trick-or-treat hijinks, and he's clearly the funkle, that is the fun uncle. Um <laughs> And uh, we find out that Tommy has super speed and we then Billy later in the episode, we find out he has some sort of powers. Um, What Vision was doing, though, which I think is worth sort of um, touching on, was he was clearly has questioning the hex and he goes as far as he can to the outskirts of town and sees that the um, townsfolk are doing more being more like animatronics 
right? They're yeah. kind of stiltedly moving, being in obvious loops, or just staring off into the not-so-middle distance. Um, and he bumps into Agnes at the outskirts, who's stuck at a stop sign, and they have a conversation um, where um, Agnes get uh, Vision has figured out that he could touch people and like we did this the previous episode, he can touch them and bring them out of the hex and he can talk to the real self. Mm-hmm. He talks to Agnes and um, that's when she says, I'm trapped, I have a kid. Uh, please convince um, Wanda not to do this anymore. Um, which... I felt a little weird about at the time um, because uh, everyone was frozen, but she like could talk fully at him as Agnes. Um, Mm. And after our talk last time, Ben, where where you know I revealed that um, people on the internet had this theory that uh, Agnes was actually Agatha Harkness, um, Mm -hmm. which turned out to be true. But I think this was one of those moments where you you if you picked up on that that she was more active than everyone else in the town. And so something was off with that conversation. Um, you might, I, have... I think, hmm? I yeah. think the general viewer, it's the opposite way. It's trying to throw you a it, little it, bit. And it did you know, me. We... So I was, I subscribed hmm. to the whole, she's Agatha quite early as well. But then when this episode happened, like I assumed she was more animated because she was more of a main character in hmm. the one division show. Um, right. And this one actually made me think, oh, maybe she's not because of the way she acted when he took her out. Obviously not thinking that she could easily just be pretending. It did cross my mind that maybe she was pretending, but I didn't, I, I to me, it was like, well, now I'm not so sure. Whereas before that, I was like, 100% she's, she's involved. Either she is the big bad or she's working for the big bad. So yeah, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> I agree with, with that one being, making it more obvious that she was. It, oh. it definitely threw me. I just think it was a thing that you might have picked up on. I don't think it was. I yeah, think right. yeah. It was, I think it sort of sort of played both roles, right? It was. Mm. Um, it was. Hey, if you're suspicious of this character, something's a little off with the way. But mostly, you're supposed to follow what she's saying. As she's actor. also dressed as a witch, so you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. like there's just enough there that it's like I think the writers are smart enough to make it. Very subtly clear that this might be a red herring while still yeah. playing the role of a proper red herring and hood, hood, hoodwinking you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so so then Vision realizes something's weird and tries to escape the hex and uh, flies out and you see Darcy outside watching him come out and he basically disintegrates. Mm. Um, and that was confusing. Um, cause, and, and so I thought that scene was really well done because it wasn't clear whether he was uh, like unanimate, unreanimating, you know, like, uh, like if his reanimation was dying, but then it was very clear that his like body parts were all disappearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think for me, that was kind of a, uh, well, for, for me and also I think for, for vision, this is kind of an episode for him, which is the, the sort of the turning point, isn't it? To get him from being kind of a little bit clueless and starting to ask questions to suddenly being, there's something wrong. I've got to do something about this. And, you know, the whole idea that, that 
vision um, is worthy and can pick up Thor's hammer and all of that sort of stuff. That once he gets out of the hex as well, he's talking about the the you know sword agents going in to help all of the people in there. So it gives us a little bit of sort of still who Vision is, but also then gives us a little bit of the other side about whose sword is and seeing his whole body disintegrate. At least for me, I'm thinking. Maybe she didn't take his body yeah. and kind of reanimate it. Maybe this is something slightly different. Um, so I think it's a it's a good episode for a couple of little turning points in the way that the narrative sort of shifts, but also then for Vision as well to um, to kind of go on his not you know he he's kind of a bit absent for a, for the you know the next episode at least yeah. Um, so it's uh yeah it's a bit of an odd an odd uh, um one for vision to have this kind of epiphany to show his character but to then just be like yeah we'll, we'll deal with him a bit later don't worry about it. I mean that's sort of kind of what happens in the last episode too. Yeah. Um I mean in the end it, 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 I mean because of the nature of the storyline about how it is about Wanda's loss um I think you're inevitably going to hit these moments where one division is the one to show just because yeah, of yeah. the role Vision takes in the show, right? Um, which is, but it did. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast forward ahead. The way they deal with Vision in the end was kind of weird, given that it was the WandaVision show when we got a notion of Vision, and then they just never resolved it. Um, but I'll, I'll grab about that in a bit. Um, that's just, uh, just speaking to the idea that that Vision's much more of a secondary primary character. Mm-hmm. And this I think this is the moment where you're starting to see him... It's, ironically, when he gets autonomy, he gets his own sort of path in the story, but that path immediately becomes secondary just because of the nature of what his autonomy means, mm-hmm. which is not autonomy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, so let's jump to did you unless you guys had other thoughts on six, I think we should just barrel yeah. through seven. Yeah, I mean at six, I liked the sitcom part of six, like the Malcolm mm-hmm. Middle bit. Really, I really enjoyed that. Um, and the, the scenes where Vision did see people was really creepy, and I wanted more of that because that was it was it was a bit like um, it made me think of Get Out, you know, when oh when yeah, crying, yeah, yeah, mm. had, which I, I great. Uh, well, wouldn't a bit more of that maybe, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I did like this episode. It's a good episode. Yeah. Again, yeah, not a lot of fat in this series, but nah. uh, I also think it's sort of if this was a episode by episode um, chat about the show, we would have had a whole hour to easily oh, talk yeah, about this easy. because of uh, so many questions were brought up in this episode. But of course, mm. when you have the answers in hand post facto, and it, it is this like. Another one of those pivot points uh, of the series where you're you're now realizing that like okay something weird is going on. We also learn about like um, what's his name, the director clearly wants Vision for alternative ulterior motives in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like you get the sense that it's about tracking Vision, not about yes. tracking Wanda. Yeah, setting him up as the weak Vision uh, villain he becomes. Yeah, uh, and so you get all these all these hints. It's clearly nothing like super big happens in the sense of like a major plot point because it's all sort of informational rollout and we're at the stage where a lot of it is just more questions than answers. Um, yeah. But again, this is the, what makes it a good, um, good, good episode. 
So then we we jump to the Malcolm in the Middle episode, um, the mid to late uh, to late two thousand settings, breaking the fourth wall. Um, so Wanda decides to have a day to herself, and and Agnes offers to babysit Tommy and Billy. Wanda sees various parts of Agnes uh, of her own house constantly changing and is unable to control them. Oh right, so this is the thing I missed in the recap. So as Vision is dying and Billy can is somehow connected to him through his powers he sort of reveals oh something's wrong with dad and that's when wanda realizes that vision's outside the hex and dying and so um her response is to increase the hex by like another kilometer on each um Mm -hmm. angle of footprint so it's like multiple square miles uh miles i just said miles after kilometers look I've lived in too many places now. Um, but, like, yeah, so she's, she's clearly overextending her, her, her powers um, because this is way more effort because that's how geometric progression works. Uh, and she basically captures Vision back in the new Hex footprint, but also half of the um, sword encampment, and that becomes a circus in a rather hilarious fashion. And mm-hmm. Darcy is also jumped in, but um, most of the rest escape of, the, of our main characters. Like Monica, um, Jimmy, the director, and Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, now we go, we jump in and we see the results of sort of pushing your powers. Wanda sees various parts of her house constantly changing and can't control them. Uh, Vision wakes up to find the sword agents inside the boundary are now members of the circus. Uh, he bumps into Darcy, who he recognizes from when his brief seconds outside, and releases her um, with his magic touch. Uh, and she tells, she then reveals Vision's actual life outside because mm. Vision doesn't remember anything but being in a happy relationship. So he doesn't even remember that he's dead, let alone what his life was like. And so Darcy gives him a crash course on you were an Avenger and this Ultron shit. And then you and Wanda hooked up and then you died. And then you came back to life through time <laughs> mismanagement just to die again. And I really enjoyed that scene because it, was, it needed to be short, right? Yeah. But it conveyed kind of the horror of learning all these things at once. Like, I think they did a really good job of their interaction. I, like, it's not plausible in the sense of real people wouldn't be able to cope with that information overload, but it felt. He's a robot. Yeah. He's a real people, though, isn't he? <laughs> that's, a, that's a different conversation there. Yeah. Um. Yes, sorry. So so they do that. Um, they try, and then, meanwhile, Monica and Jimmy get a space buggy um, and try and cross the border, um, and it turns into a half um, station wagon, wood panel mm. thing, because they got halfway in. And then Monica is like, ah, but it didn't blow up. So I'm just going to run through, <laughs> uh, even though we had some foreshadowing from Darcy in a previous episode where it's like, your mo- molecular structure is changing. And she's like, so you sh- probably shouldn't go back in. And she's like, I know. I'll go back in. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really like this. This is the, I didn't like this bit. I thought this bit was a bit, I don't know. Like, um, but- they were like, oh, we've built it to your specification, what, in, in like two hours? What do you mean he built it to her specifications? Oh. This, this moon buggy coming out of a... When did they build it to her specifications? Yeah, that, I, mean, I think it's one of those bad technobabble lines. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it seemed like it, what it, was, it was supposed to be like, this is a sealed environment because it's for space. So you should be able to go in unharmed. 
even though they don't really know but how the hatch works. Well, yeah, I think the, 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 that was their theory, and then it proved not to work. But by making it like they had, she had put in an order, even though it's been a couple of days, if that. Yeah. It's not mm. not just not just that, but I don't understand why they thought it would work. Like, why did they think sending in a space buggy would make any difference to sending anything else in? Oh, because they're, they're bad. At... That there was some chat at some point when they were talking about oh I know a person who can deal with this they were looking at stuff they were looking at kind of like the scientific evidence and data that they had and I guess they just hypothesized and went we'll try it I guess I think it's supposed to be kind of the recklessness of of, uh, slash lack of knowledge than still Mm. going through that humans do I don't know didn't sit well with me yeah I mean when you when you find out that um, the guy in the spacesuit essentially turned into a beekeeper and spacesuits are, are supposed to protect you in the same ways the buggy does. They're just closer and more form-fitting. Um, yeah, it, it also didn't really sit with me, but I, I kind of assumed it was like, I don't know, maybe we try this, cross our fingers type But thing? we could have had the same outcome if she had just run at it from the beginning. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, it yeah, didn't really absolutely. add anything to it other than mm-hmm. it was kind of cool. Yeah, fair. I mean, it, it's also the, my, my other problem with this actual... Uh, not the problem with the scene as such, but Monica is kind of sidelined from this point onwards. There are mm. a few moments that she comes back, and we have this. This is kind of her moment, right? She breaks back in. We understand that it's affected her, and then suddenly she is at least or, or resembling her character in the comics, which was at one point called Captain Marvel and has been a few other uh, kind of names afterwards. But she's suddenly going, right, I've got like superpowers. I'm going to show those off a couple of times. And that's <laughs> sort of it. As a, as a, as a big character, you know, really it's been Wanda and her as yeah. the two main characters. Well, she's driving kind of the, forward. the foil of what are you, what you're doing is destructive. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, she's just kind of just yeah. not used as well as I thought she should have been for the next... I'd agree. I would definitely reception. agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think, actually, you brought a good point up. So, I mean, she's clearly <clears throat> supposed to be the foil because she's got the grief from her dead mum from this mm-hmm. now. Or from... Sorry, she went... She was snapped away and her mum died in in the in the middle time. In the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so she didn't even get to say goodbye. She just woke up one day, and her mom, who she thought was deathly ill and was going to be by her bedside for <laughs> ages, or for, for as much time as she could, just that had already happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, she's this foil, and you're right, except for like a couple throwaway lines in, um, in the last episode, right, where it's like, if I could, I, I like, I get you. If I could bring my mom back, I totally would. Is what, yeah, you know, like sort of last line to Wanda is, um. But we don't get any of the struggle with power, etc. She acquires power, and she kind of doesn't doesn't do seem to be it. that fast. And she it's, doesn't. She even, doesn't even seem surprised. She's just yeah. like, mm, this is cool. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, oh, I ran way. through this barrier, and now my eyes are glowing. Yeah, neat. Like, okay, now let I me want to see one. more of this character. She's a cool character, and I, I very well cast. She's, I can't remember the actress's mm. name, but she's great. And I, yeah. I just, I want to see more. I just didn't want this to feel like we've set her up for later. She's done now. Off you. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the spots where it's very much the MCU doing MCU stuff, where it's like, we're setting you up, you like this character, she'll be in something, right? (laughs) They're powering her up, not for no reason, right? So she's going to be a bigger player, or at least a player in other things. With the end credit scene, 
Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, but like even before that, you're like, okay, but you kind of get the sense in this episode that like, ah, uh, so she's she's going to be in the other things, right? They're giving her powers in episode seven. Um, yeah. Right? Like, cool. I'm excited. And then that excitement just, just give enough time to kind of die, as Ben pointed out, because they don't do anything with her. Like, if they mm. powdered her up near the end, it would have been obviously an MCU thing. But then you'd be like, cool, what's she in next? And now you're like, do I care? Yeah. Because after two episodes later, she's like used a couple generic looking powers and then ultimately like was just like, I get you person who was secretly the antagonist the whole time, sort of. But we get why you did it and you weren't, you know. Bye. Yeah. And then if it, like, if it wasn't for that end credit stinger, right, if you didn't know that there were two stingers, especially like if you just watched it and credits came, turned it off, you'd be like, oh, that Monica character is disappointing. And like that's yeah. that's when you know a stinger is bad, right? Is when it needs to be in the movie for people to like parts of yes. the movie. Yeah. Right? That means um, you should have had a different final scene. Again, one of my other issues with the series as a whole has been the random inclusion of stingers, right? We didn't get it for the first X number of episodes. Yeah. And then suddenly you're expected to just sort of stick around from episode seven onwards. Just, yeah, and then just the, in case. In the final. Then you've got two as well and i mean just do one just do one right at the end that's it uh, don't don't worry about it like the, the season's finished do one you know fine and i know they wanted to set up um monica and they also wanted to set up uh, wanda going yeah. into the doctor strange film but just yeah. Uh, um yeah so uh it was t- it's tayana paris by the way Mm. Uh, uh. Is, is Monica, uh, the actress. Um, yeah, so... Maybe this is the... So I think this would be my, like, least favorite episode, I think, because the sp- it, it feels the most like spinning wheels, pun mildly intended, given the buggy. Um, but um, it's still enough happened, but now that we've started talking about it, I realized how much happened in the last couple minutes... Mm. right she runs through she uh confronts wanda uh and then agnes tells monica to leave and and like takes wanda in her house and then wanda starts looking for the boys in the basement and discovers this weird creepy swamp-like basement um and that's when agnes reveals she's agatha harkness Called it. Bam, bam, bam. All three of us believed it. Although Ben didn't know about it until I told him last episode. But he bought it. That's true. <laughs> um, and really it's still how feasible that it's not, it's not like a mainstay. <laughs> oh, I, had, I mean, I have read comics off and on for most of my life. And I didn't know what the fucking Agatha Harkness was. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I, mean, I, I enjoy, right? Because it's a good pull then. Cause it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and 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 it didn't really matter that she was from the comics. Like you didn't need to no. know any lore. It's just like oh, in, in the bitch. comics. I mean, she's an old lady as well. Like, well, she so, is. Yeah. So she is from the comics, right? So yeah. having had another, having had a look, there is the whole um, whatever it's called. So House of M is then followed yeah. by something else. And actually, Agatha does at some point in the comics teach. Uh, wander a load of stuff about being a witch. She also protects her boys or takes yeah. them after they've no. been taken well, away. She's, she's involved she's with the boys and nanny. the boys no longer being in the universe in in the comics. I can't remember on which side of things, but she's involved in that plot line where 
the kids stop being around. Yes. And so yeah. it's a perfect pull. Um, if you, but if you, I mean, I don't think Scarlet Witch was on her own run of a series at any point at, at that. Like, so it was bits and bobs here or there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's it's exactly what you want, right? It's a comic line story that is close-ish to when this character was like in the middle of the big crossover events, but it's sort of the aftermath. Makes sense, right? Um, and you, it doesn't matter if you don't know it. It's just like, ah, there's a witch now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, and that she has been sort of pulling some strings with Pietro and the dog death. Uh, I killed your dog. That was and, great, and I made a fake brother for you. <laughs> that 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 the the actual song and the the mm. cutbacks and everything, I really really enjoyed. And that that's the thing, right? The the yeah, that was that song at the begin, the end of episode seven, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. So like the like two acts one and two of this episode were like kind of boring and dram, but it ended so fucking strongly because yeah, that yeah. was one of my favorite parts of the series. Also, Catherine Hahn is a goddamn gem. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, she really is. Yeah, she's she the, her comedy timing is just on point for yeah, everything absolutely. she does. Like even not in other things other than yeah. WandaVision as well. She needs to just be in everything to be honest. Yes, <laughs> just <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that so yeah, that number was really great. Uh both the both like the singing and the the editing montage and and the reveals all just like so well woven together. So you it's kind of like I remember all these things but also this is how they really were. And also I'm doing it in one of the most entertaining ways possible. <laughs> yeah. It's just And yeah. then the cackle at the end is like I killed Sparky too and then that cackle brilliant. Oh, absolutely yeah. brilliant. So good. Um yeah, so that was episode 7. Just Oh, there's a bad. Mm. If you didn't know, there's a bad, and it's not Wanda. Like the director, what's just, I can't remember his name. The director um, wants you to think, right? Uh, sword director. Yeah, sword boy. Mm. Um, um on, sword boy. Hannig- Hannigan. Yeah. Is it Hannigan? Yeah. Hannaford. Hanmerton. Hungry. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Proves- Hayward. Yeah. Hayward. Yeah. Hayward. Ah, I was so off, but I, got the I mean, you right. got the A to the A, and I got <laughs> yeah. Sword Boy. So <laughs> well, he was. I mean, like I said, just a weak, just a weak character. But we're going to get to that in the last episode with one of my nitpicks. Yeah, He's definitely. And you, uh, you know what it is, I'm sure. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so I mean, I think that was ironically one of the weakest and one of the strongest episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really shows I feel... sort of the best of what the sh- the series is, while also showing kind of what the worst it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole thing with with um, Vision and Darcy sort of getting stuck, I, like it was just like uh, just just yeah, it's funny, but at this point now, I need the plot to move, not just jokes. Yeah, I did like when he was sort of talking to the camera, and he was like, "What am I doing?" and then just flies off. That was kind of cool, but yeah, it was the, also a the... bit too late. Yeah, and yeah. it's the modern family kind of twist on yeah, it as well. Yeah. That that ninety till two thousands sitcom yeah. where they're um yeah, they're they're kind of they talk to the camera. So yeah, it's, that whole it's, idea it's where... the office Right. Yeah. 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 Um but it, you're right, it doesn't quite work because I think partly because the comedy put urgency in the back seat. They're both like, We need to fucking deal with this. Something's like, up I... with Hayward, and then they're like, Oh no, our like it's a field. It's four fields and an intersection, right, of two roads. Mm. 
and they're like in this truck food truck and they're like oh no someone's put a pylon in front of us well guess we're stuck here for an hour and a half it's like no you like the urgency that they were driving away from yeah the circus yeah was completely lost and so like i think like if they could have you can out, fly <laughs> well yeah so i think the fly thing so i think it'd be if they had done more like with the urgency where it's like ah okay we'll just go off road and then they got the truck stuck and they had some yeah. hijinks around still trying to do the thing instead of patiently waiting and then did the flying off thing i think it would have felt a little better because here it just was like why are they resigned to doing nothing yeah, um, yeah. if, if they I mean, had driven down into a ditch and then they'd yeah. done the talk to the camera part and it's vision sat in his little chair with the back of the truck stuck out of the ditch or something yeah that kind of makes a bit more sense it sounds like I'm down on the actual sitcom side of it. I still really like that aspect, but it doesn't work as well going towards the end of the series as it does at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. For that reason, it gets in the way of the story. And like, I, I loved the bits where Wanda was talking to the camera and that was done so well. Like you would think you was watching Modern Family. Yeah. Um, like her impression of, of, of the, the, I can't remember what the mum in Modern Family is called. It's been a while since I watched it. It's brilliant. Like it's, it's so good. And that side of it works. So we probably didn't really need Vision and that to do it. Although I like the scene where he flies off eventually going, what, you know, that's funny. I just, it didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because it, it, it sort of, yeah, derails the, the sort of, mm. the urgency and, and the pacing of the whole episode. Yeah. But, yeah and I think that yeah. that's a really good, uh, sort of, I mean, this show is towing the line between these homages and the sitcoming and this sort of modern, st- the modern story of what's going on in the world. Right. Hmm. Um, and I think you're exactly right, which is the more the storyline has to do with the world, the less the sitcom stuff works. And it would have been fine to just let it go for those characters. Like, yeah. So the point you have to remember, like, like if we think about it, the hex is making this a series of sitcom pastiches that people are forced to go through the motions on. Yeah. Vision is half awakened in the sense that Wanda has. And Darcy's fully awakened. Right. And so he kind of gets an excuse to not have to deal with that. Right. Because he's just vision. She's made the her perfect vision of vision. Um, and then Darcy is magically released from it. So then why are they doing the sitcom pastiche thing if they are now outside of the sitcom? Like if mm-hmm. one of the plot points is you're no longer stuck in the rules of a sitcom and then she doesn't decide. It's like, well, why, what, what does that mean? Because you don't think there's a camera there because you are now free yes and that's really weird yeah yeah i think it's, it's like that's why i think it hits differently is because they're operating on not this world level and then the, they're just to keep the sitcom count up they're forced to mm-hmm. anyway um so that was episode seven real bang and bust actually more like bust than bang because it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, um, I guess it it leads it leads quite well into episode eight, where suddenly we go through this idea that that Wanda isn't in charge anymore, right? So the whole sitcom thing is just gone. What's well, not? That's yeah, true. well, so yeah, so this is the weird part, right? Is she's still controlling Westview, um, but we're not really bothering with what the what the Westview level world is doing because, again, because it's at this point that the plot 
in episode eight, when Agnes starts revealing what's actually going on and all the machinations, that Wanda's not allowed to just sit in her happy sitcom world. Yes. She has to deal yeah. with the real world. And so when Wanda's like pulled into the real world level, they just realize they don't need to do this. It's just strange that I think it's very key, keyed into Wanda, whether we have sitcom moments, um, even if some of the characters shouldn't. But yeah, I think you're right. Like That's why we sort of stopped doing that pastiche stuff. Uh, except aesthetically or mm -hmm. when people are awakened and they they like hey i was brainwashed essentially chance right so um episode eight pre previously on we find out that in 1693 a coven of witches led by agatha's mom uh attempt to kill her for practicing dark magic and instead she just like casts strain uh <laughs> and 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 just gets them all yep yeah um and then she basically info dumps that, uh, so that she sort of, hey, Wanda, how are you doing all of this? Because this is crazy. No one should be able to do all of this. There's so much power. Also, you don't seem to know what you're doing. And we get sort of the grief processing catharsis, um, pre-catharsis of like, you have to face your problems and face your trauma episode, basically. Um, so we see a whole bunch of key moments in Wanda's life, right? We find out that she had, has always had some magical power powers, uh, and she loved sitcoms when she was growing up in... I've lost... Sokovia. Sokovia. Yeah. yeah, I was like, my brain was like, Slovenia. I'm like, no, real place. Slovakia, no, real place. Sokovia, there we go. Sokovia's real. Yeah, as real as the vision <laughs> like of the man. Yeah, it's just really well hidden. Yeah, uh, so, so, yeah, so she... You know, we see that she loved watching sitcoms, uh, particularly, um, and then they, her town gets bombed by a Stark missile. Mm. Uh, and then she does her first mad chaos magic, which is basically resetting things. So her and her brother are in a little bit of a bubble and, the, and that this is, this bomb is secretly a dot, essentially. She just basically casts, this won't go off and doesn't realize it. And then they're protected until they're found like a couple days later or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we find out she, as we knew from other things, but never really saw her past, that she they joined a resistance. And because they were talented kids, she, she got weird testing. And that's when she first um, hit the Mind Stone. Mm -hmm. uh, and it like surged power into her. Um, so she so basically amplifies her already chaos magic persona which i thought was a really good way of dealing with how they had to avoid mutants yeah um giving her powers but also explaining why she's like you know they're built she's doing a mini house of m type thing in 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 westview i thought it was a really good way of because power is sort of the power level of most people in the universe is pretty low unless they are infinity stone affected Mm -hmm. um and scarlet witch has always been near the top of that and then it's like oh this is because of an infinity stone i thought given that they're still the central MacGuffin of power in the universe of the mcu i thought that was a good way of not trying to bring in oh also mutants could exist um which are rival the infinity stones but they just didn't show up on the big fight because they, they hadn't mutated yet like all it, it just works a yeah 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 yeah, you would you would also assume that um, through these experiments, that's how Pietro got his super speed, right through the Mind Stone. But he wasn't quite as 
affected as Wanda was because she, as at least in this storyline, she already had that kind of openness, I Latent, suppose, to, to, yeah. to magic and the chaos, magic chaos magic being, uh, being yeah. a witch, yeah. Yeah, although I think Pietro might it... have just been a mutant and she was a mutant. Like, I think they were born with <laughs> powers, and then her powers just are of the same type category as the Mind Stone. Mm. They, could have just, they could have just done a little line in the, in the flashback and just been like, uh, oh, I won some races at school today. Oh, Pietro, you're always winning running races. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, this felt very comic booky to me, like having mm. having a retcon. Like, that. that is a, a traditional sort of comic trope, isn't it? To, yeah. Here's a bit of a backstory you didn't know that kind of makes sense, but it it will be fine. So yeah, I I actually quite like that. I also like the nod to Stark mm. being a warmonger at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's a Stark brand missile that it's not he launched it, but he sold it to someone. Um, yeah. So obviously we had heard this story in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So to see it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I did like that. Yeah, because it could have just been a missile. They didn't need to fight, hire someone to stencil on with white spray paint. Stark. Well, that's why. But in Age of Ultron, that is why they have such a vendetta against Stark yeah. because of that that missile. So yeah, I like yeah that that throwback was kind of cool. Mm. Um, uh, and then the last um, flashback is that she goes to um, visit Sword. To recover the body, and this is where we learn that Hayward kind of fibbed to everyone because he said she stormed in and stole the body of Vision, and then and, and Vision wanted to be buried, and, and so that's why they think she's bad. And then we find out that um, she goes, and the worst thing she does is sort of break through a security door that they're about to buzz her in, and then like. Like uh, they she clearly... smashes some glass. Oh, and then she smashes the windows. That's right. Yeah. So she she's clearly like very emotionally charged in these moments. She's not hurting anyone. She's just trying to get to vision quicker. Um, and then the scene, the security cam footage that Hayward had shared earlier, is like a smash cut of those scenes of her being her lashing out by crashing through a window, cracking open some doors, and then crying at Vision, which is not in the flashback. Um, and uh, Hayward tells her the story that she can't take Vision because someone might dig up his body. And his mm-hmm. wish was to be dismantled and never... So, he, you know, an Ultron can't happen again. Uh, but also, it's a half a billion dollars of vibranium, and so they're going to keep it. And then I was like, wait, but didn't wouldn't that half a billion dollars of vibranium be Tony's property that you're just stealing? I can't remember... I mean, it is. Who bankrolled... Vision's yeah, but body. I mean, sword it is their job to recover weaponry, isn't it? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like yeah. that when when he's like, we are dismantling. I mean, it, but we also so are keeping it, half a billion dollars of vibranium. I'm like, those are two different issues, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It depends who's uh, you know what what was in Tony's will, really, wasn't yeah. it? Like, um, does Pepper get it? Does Morgan get it? Yeah. You know, um, or yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, just really give it to the government, in it. Like, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so we find out that Hayward's clearly not all that that he's cracked up to be. Um, so then, then the last thing we see is she goes to this lot in Westview, and it's empty. Oh. Uh, and she has this letter. She opens it up, and it's the deed to this empty, broken lot 
where Vision's like, this is where our forever will be or something like that. Sorry, I didn't copy down the line. But it's clearly this, like, right before the big fight, Vision had bought some property so they could just live in a small town and mm-hmm. be happy. Which, when you think about it, it's like, boy, Vision, you don't get that that would never really happen. No, where did Vision get money from? <laughs> I like, so, uh, he sold his toenail clippings. Uh, no, it was about see, a million reckon... dollars worth of vibranium. <laughs> well, I, I've always just assumed he's... Because he is this high-powered AI. I just thought he's been Bitcoin mining. Uh, just on the side. At night time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, instead of everyone else goes to sleep, he's like, all right, I'm just going to mine some. Bitcoin. I mean, not even, yeah, not even in the background. It, it's, uh, not even at night. So it's just a background process constantly <laughs> yeah, yeah, going. A... Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's like a do, do androids dream of mining Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an update of Philip K. Dick. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so it's really sweet. And then you see that, like, and you see all the pain on her. Like, I think um, uh, this is such a tremendous um, moment for Elizabeth Olsen because you have to convey this surge of grief while also going through physical motions that they're going to cgi later like she like yeah that that like three and a half seconds of her standing in the lot before she like starts building the house and and the hex sort of starts being made and then she continues is just like she really sold the like intense powerful emotion Mm -hmm. she's a phenomenal actress i think she's she's so good and like, because you've done the grief bit in, in Age of Ultron again when, when Pietro dies and she yeah. does the, and this is like that times 10 and it yes. works so well. Yeah. Like, that, that scene I found really, you know, I didn't, I didn't cry, but it did, it wasn't very much of a, whew, yeah. that was a bit of a, yeah, yeah like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with her, I'm with senses. her on the emotion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then she, and then, and then we find out that she just made vision from nothing. Mm. <laughs> just, <laughs> Made a vision. Hey, grief vision. Um, and and so well done though. Oh yeah, like the whole the, the way they 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 animated it and and how he comes. Oh, it's just really 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 cool scene. Like, yeah, they definitely it. thought a lot about how to convey that he was being stitched yeah. together from nothingness. Um, there was no. Oh, well, how did that happen? You knew what was going on. Yeah, in this weird thing that no one has ever seen before. <laughs> And you uh, can't relate to anything in real life. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's when Agatha is like, that should be chaos magic. You, <laughs> that's real dangerous. You're probably the Scarlet Witch. And the end of Scarlet Witch is going to kill everybody. <laughs> That, that, like, I, I immediately thought of that line in Family Guy, you know, when they say the line of the TV show and everyone, and he's like, hi, oh, they said it. Yeah. It, it is like that with that. I don't care. It yeah. really touched my nerd side. Oh, fully. Massively. Yeah. Um, my wife, on the other hand, she was like, oh, I can't believe they said that. Yeah. And so, so she's like, oh, you're a Scarlet Witch. And, and then we sort of cut the episode. And then, um, then, then there is a mid credit scene. Um, which is Hayward saying, oh, I know. The thing that we hadn't figured out is how to power it because of the Mind Stone, which we don't have. But what if we just had some chaos magic lying around? Luckily, mm. we have this non-exploded bomb we're going to put. No, it was it was the drone. It was the yeah. drone that oh, she drone. back sorry, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. But like, luckily, we have this thing. That just has chaos magic in it, and we just put it in our chaos magic transversal machine. We push a button, and this machine can pull chaos magic from one object to another. 
in in a very comic booky thing that I liked, but still laughed at. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's like that's yeah, dumb, and you're it, like, oh, but that is comic books. It's like, all right, sword just has chaos magic extraction. <laughs> but how how hard would it have been? They just put him on a stretcher and just rammed him at the wall, and it was the hex that that boy. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. using wonders magic. Cool. We wouldn't need the machinery, and then he could get up on the other side and be like, oh, oh, that was weird. I'm white vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Hey. So we get alt right vision. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's literally just the vision's body. Sitting on that joke for a weekend, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the uh, then we go back to the credits, and so like, oh, wait, double vision. Um, which I'm sad they didn't call episode nine that, but I get that it was the series finale. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, quick thoughts on this. A lot happened. Yeah. I think this was the hardest ending to wait for the next episode out of all of it. Mm. Oh, just very like, planned, though. That's so much. There's so much there that, I mean, the theories were really one in wild after that one. Yeah, um, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I loved. I loved seeing more of Agatha as the evil witch because obviously we haven't had that at all. Um, not enough vision though. Yeah. So you kind of got. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a smart though because by making it basically always kind of a two-man show mm. um, and just having to swap around so Vision has to take a back seat so Agatha can be like this is my story but also I'm gonna I'm gonna be the fun hijinksy sort of person observing and making quips while we are all watching how shitty your life was um <laughs> Uh, I think that's a good balance. Like if you, if they had added a third strand of what Vision was up to, no, I, I, I do agree. I just need more Paul Bettany in my life. Too. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, go back and watch then? a Knight's Tale. That's fine. Just put it on repeat. <laughs> da Vinci Code. Ooh. Oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Like, yeah. Yeeps. 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 Wimbledon. Oh, he really does like wearing white makeup. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was just a precursor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts, Ben, on episode eight? Uh, I, I think similarly to you guys, it was it was a nice um, spotlight for um, for Wanda as well to kind of see what she's gone through to, to the point that she's got. Uh, and as you say, there's all these nicely acted sort of uh, parts as well that she really gets to sort of portray uh, the character and the grief and, and all of the stuff that she's sort of gone through. So it's kind of right to focus on her, move away from the sort of the, the sitcom kind of element. And, you know, we talked about with episode seven, sidelining a bunch of characters as, as well. But it gave us kind of the exposition that you sort of wanted throughout the the whole series as well really um so yeah yeah i mean i think they via i mean because the series was based on these sitcoms so you're used to sort of changing scenery etc i think Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why having the exposition dump be flashbacks but be be actual living breathing um scenes because of magic works so well because the series has primed you for that type of thing mm-hmm. in a way yeah. that if there was just a series of flashbacks you'd be like yeah because you're not really interacting with those characters and also again the dynamic that agatha has building with wanda just works so well to keep that one keep you paying attention with all the information dumping because none of that like almost nothing again this is just like 
catch up the audience via Agatha learning about Wanda's struggles, um, the episode, right? But you're getting mm-hmm. so much more because of their interplay, and you're getting more um, emotively uh, attached. Uh, it's and and it works because this is like go through this magic door, and then we see this, and Agatha's telling you sort of reacting, and also also sort of slowly spooling out this notion that this is magic that like this shouldn't be able to be done so easily or at all. Like you get the sense that in the extraordinary, this is like extraordinary, which I think yeah. is like a hard, hard, hard needle to thread. Right. And they did a really good job. Um, yep. Now let's get to the big guns, the series finale. Uh, I'm going to just read the Wikipedia blurb <laughs> and then we can go into our details because I'm sure this is just going to be, you know, the rest yeah. of the hour and then probably some, um, Agatha attempts to take Wanda's chaos magic, but is interrupted by the Vision, who tries to kill Wanda before her conditional Vision intervenes. Right, so White Vision comes in, and they have a. He tries to uh, crush her skull. Yeah, I mean, I said I was going to, but this scene is like, "Hi, Wanda, Vision, hug, hold hand in face, and then start Wanda. crushing head." <laughs> Um, and it was like, Jesus, they're really just going straight to I will kill you. Um, which I'm very good. surprised, though, that, you know, we talk about sort of like the power of a uh, of vision um, that he could have very much surprised her and just popped ahead. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That so, would have been an ending. Well, yeah. There's no way he's <laughs> like, if oh, once shit, he started crushing her head because it was surprised. Yeah. Like, you're right. Uh, so then we have vision fight throughout Westview. Um Meanwhile, uh, Agatha is in full witch form. Um, we miss. I, I, we didn't talk about it, but she would like held the kids hostage at one point yes, in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah. Um, so she she then sort of frees the residents of Westview uh, from Wa- Wanda's control in the middle of the town square, and they all just sort of start telling her how awful it mm. is to be there, and that. The worst, the best line that really, I think, really punched home how awful their lives must be was, we, ha- we have your dreams. Yes. If you've ever yeah. had grief and had, those, like, an awful grief-ridden nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the idea of living someone else's extreme grief without being able to stop it is just harrowing and they said like there's two two different lines of sort of motion to that and that, those are just like Ugh, to me mm-hmm. uh it was awful um so they plead with her and she finally says she she figures out how bad this has been uh opens the barrier uh uh basically like a crack in the barrier and they all start running to try and get to the barrier and then hayward and his forces start driving to get in the barrier um and then as the longer the barriers open, the more the twins and Vision start to disintegrate. Mm-hmm. And Agatha reveals that because she made them and the Hex together, they're integrally tied. The Hex goes, the kids and Vision go, and vice versa. Um, and so, well, probably maybe not vice versa. Maybe you could just kill a kid and, and the Hex wouldn't collapse. <laughs> I shot a kid. Sorry, I'm going back to Die Hard now. Um <laughs> Uh, so she then, um, uh, she, she then stops because she doesn't want to kill them, but the sword have already entered. Meanwhile, Monica, uh, figures out how to free Pietro, 
mm-hmm. who's just some actor named Ralph Boner. Uh, and then they uh, then shows up to help um, the confrontation between the kids and the soldiers because basically we've got Vision v. Vision, Wanda v. Agnes slash Agatha, uh, and then the kids will take care of the big bad sword boys, and they kind of do. They, yeah. like, freeze them and steal their weapons, then Monica shows up to also do that stuff. Um, and... Uh, uh, Agatha offers the deal of I can make it so that they stay give me your magic basically give me all your magic and you can have your happy little space in Westview and I'll help seal do the spell properly uh, and then so while visions are punching uh, we basically see Wanda throughout the episode uh, Wanda throws her red power bolts at Agatha and Agatha just sort of goes, yoink. Mm. Um, and then you see that the more yoinking happens, like first Wanda's one hand goes black because it's been drained of power or something. And so now we see a lot of red power bolt at, at uh, Agatha continuously absorbing and asking for more, and Wanda's getting more and more blackened and decrepit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like most of the episode is some vision bouncing and that. And then... And then um, when Wanda seems like she's almost out of power, um, we cut to Vision, and Vision does a nice little thought experiment of Theseus's ship uh, on personal <laughs> identity, which uh, taught that thing. That, that, that hit me close to home. Basically a classic, like, use logic to confuse computer thing that's very, like, old-school sci-fi comics mm-hmm. to convince yeah. Vision that if you... Neither of them is the real vision, or both of them are. So, if his job is to kill the real vision, what does that mean? And then, uh, while he's confused, um, colored but fake vision basically is like, I guess the right thing to do is to free your memories, and I can do that by touching your head. And then yeah. he gives vision Got the magic his, touch, the the memories back because it turns out you can't easily lock those away, which I liked because it's like, yeah, you probably can't. Uh, these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? Yeah, um, and so and, and then, then you know. Yeah, and you then can, it's it basically file recovery, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He literally, <laughs> you know. yeah. Vision touches his forehead and then goes, "Recycle bin, restore." Yeah, yeah. Or, or I mean, even if, if if the Haywood had done a bigger job, like it's like the police can recover. Yeah, yeah. You know, Un- dodgy stuff from your hard drive, so don't put it on your hard drive. Yeah. So yeah, he's just done that. Right. He's just he's just got top tip there. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Vision, alt-right Vision, uh, who may not be alt-right anymore, but is still white, but his eyes are back to more human-like Vision eyes. Mm, and yes. He flies away, and then Vision yeah, joins... It's very much a my-people-need-me sort of. Yeah. Just, 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 yeah. just fucks the hell right off. Yeah. Um, and this then is, we... This is too much for me, guys. Um. Yeah. And then we see Vision, uh, Wanda's Vision come in. And then Wanda fights some more, and we find out that Wanda's copied the hexes that were in Agatha's basement. And because Agatha's absorbed all this energy and then is about to, like, cast a mean spell. She's like, haha, fuck you. I lied. I, I couldn't fix that spell even if I could. And then Wanda's like, aha, I copied your runes. And mm-hmm. when I was really, I wasn't missing you with some of these firebolts. Um, I was casting hexes on the, or runes on the hex and so now only one witch can cast spells in the hex and it's me and she's like basically in one fell swoop takes all her power back which mm. was pretty badass um, yeah i liked it yeah 
and then um, she uh, takes Agatha back to Salem, but then all the witches turn on her because she's secretly the cha- the chaotic Scarlet Witch, and they're the even these zombie witches from the past are super afraid of her. So then she comes back, she's fine, uh, and she traps Ag- Agatha in Westview as Ag- the role of Agnes, mm-hmm. which is real cruel. Yeah, like, real yeah. cruel. Um, we've learned what that means. Yeah, yeah, and sort of goes through those things, and and they have this exchange of, but I, you, you'll, you need to know the things I know because you're the Scarlet Witch. You will need to know. And then she's like, I know. If I need you, I know where to find you. Mm. You're like you're not yeah. going anywhere. You are tethered to this place as not even a full fledged human being, as just the side character nosy neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, then, I did like that. Yeah, and then uh, basically, uh, they she starts collapsing the hex and has a very heartwarming, tearful goodbye with her her kids, and then vision um, as the hex collapses inward into the house. So they have this very like good night and goodbye kids without telling the kids that they're about to never have existed basically. Um and then I I mean it yeah and and then we had two stinger scenes. Um but I think it's a good time to talk about their goodbye now rather than finishing the stinger scene stuff um because I thought it was really well done. Uh mm. particular like I can't I didn't write down the exact lines but the like Vision's like, I just have one question. Because he's this, like, clearly autonomous, but made from nothing as a mirror image of someone thing. And he's like, what am I? Uh, yeah. And and then she's basically like, you, you're, like, my grief and my love. And you're, you're, like, you're, you're all my memories of the love of my life. And you represent all the love I still have for this person who isn't around. You're, like, you're literally my everything. I've poured all of these things, not just memories and not just the way I re- like I want Vision to be, but also all the love I have for him, mm-hmm. which I think this just was really powerful and really it, it really mm. sold it. Uh, in like I get got a little goosebumpy just remembering the scene. It was it was good. I loved the line um, when you know we've said goodbye before, so it stands to reason we'll say hello again. I thought that was just that was really good, really nice. It was a bit weird the way they did the kids, though. I thought that was kind of... Okay, go to, bed, go to bed, guys. Night. Night. I mean, one of them kind of sees the future, so he's like, yeah, it's not looking good for us. <laughs> yeah, I really... Uh... <laughs> 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 I've seen what's coming, and uh, you best go to sleep, mate. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they wanted to have that scene between Wanda and Vision. Yeah, of course Rather than it being did. the fan... You know, they could have done it in a different way and, and had the, the, the four of them sat on the sofa and you know, gone back to that kind of like sitcom-y element and stuck the four of them sort of on the sofa uh, and you know brought the sort of the hex in but um, watching like kids disintegrate is maybe a little bit different yeah, and you, yeah. would, you wouldn't have quite had that moment between vision and wonder no as well, of course so. not of course yeah not. and then it does make sense to do it that way it, it, it was such a great scene it was worth having but i just felt bad for the kids mm. that was all yeah i mean i think the idea is that like often parents try and protect their kids from the truth yeah of course yeah, so yeah. i think that was the idea of like we're going to say we love you and we're going to let you go to bed. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It doesn't really Die make sense. Sleep. Especially because like, well, if the kids didn't fall asleep right away in that five minutes, then they're just going to watch each other disintegrate as they're yeah. like, by themselves alone in the room. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it is what it is. So uh, it, it, 
it was worth it. I um I I, I saw you make a face, Dave, when um when Adol mentioned uh, Ralph Boner, um, ah. and uh, it's a, it's a bit of an odd one. You know, they wanted obviously to bring back Evan Peters for the shock sort of value, but yeah. it kind of comes to uh, comes to nothing in terms of the whole theorizing about the X Men and all that sort of stuff. But it's a meta red herring. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it did get me thinking that. Is this is this a, a world or a universe? Obviously, the, the the snap has been reversed and all that sort of stuff. So, actually, if he is a human, exists in that world as someone completely different. D- does everyone? So, is there a Hugh Jackman somewhere? Not Hugh Jackman doing I know what you're saying. non-Hugh right. Jackman stuff. Am I within this universe as some right. random sort of well, person? I mean, it allows you to have as many extras as you could possibly. Yeah, ever want I get that. No, what I didn't mind was just. The boner joke itself. Yeah. I yeah. That, yeah. that was just a bit too, like, it really did. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And we also remember as well that the reason, um, I, I, I keep wanting to call him Asian Jim from the office. Jimmy. Jimmy Wood. Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason he wanted to go to Westview in the first place was because there's someone there that's under witness protection. Yes. And it could well be. Yeah. You know, Evan Peters, Mr. Boner, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, that that is where I found my disappointment. Probably my own fault because I was expecting a lot more to come of this. I I thought we were going to get more of the multiverse sort of tying into it, you know, because we know that that's where it's going next with, mm-hmm. with Doctor Strange too. But also we know the X Men are making their way back as well. You can't cast one of the most famous X Men actors because he is um, in a film when we know the X Men are coming down the line and then not have it be related to the X-Men when you've got a multiverse coming it just it doesn't I don't know I just expected more from that yeah I think that's that sort of stumbles upon um the 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 bit I wanted to talk about um which uh, there's a good article I think I shared with Ben but maybe not you Dave about the easter egg sort of problem solving comic book movie watching approach that like a lot of nerds were disappointed because um this wasn't doing a lot of mystery so this wasn't a mystery solving sure. show but it, it had these red herrings and these hints etc uh that i think that particular thing that we were just talking about is is kind of the the like is this the overall mcu production staff imposing put this meta red herring in because it'll get people thinking about the multiverse and x-men coming down the line all these things we've said in a way that is actually distracting from the core notion of this particular work not needing mm. that extra stuff because actually this is really great and it, it, it this show was phenomenal in all kinds of ways but it also did play that role and that wasn't super effective because of these things and sometimes like actually distracting like i want my easter eggs to be agnes wearing agatha's little brooch mm-hmm mm. i don't want my easter eggs being this actor from this thing that tells me aha so so someone pulled him from a different multiverse because I know multiverses are coming down the line and the X-Men is coming line. And like, that's distracting when it's... Uh, like, I'm fine with the red herrings, but when the red herring is done based on trying to solve all the interconnections of the, the works, like this meta level of yeah. knowing about the MCU, I find those the most jarring, right? Yeah. It's not just, oh, Captain America existed in this universe, so having Cap's shield in the background in Iron Man 1 is a neat Easter egg that says maybe there's a Captain America film coming on, but also just Captain America exists, and it was a vibranium shield. It makes sense for Tony to have that, mm-hmm. and you find the Easter egg, and you're fine. Now the Easter eggs are becoming so specifically Combined. tailored to 
knowing about MCU and MCU Part 2 that I think I can see why people w- are let down when these tethers aren't ever picked up again. Absolutely. Like, and I don't want these shows personally to be this type of mystery solving thing because sure. it, it that's why people are super crazy about spoilers, right? That's why these people won't listen to this episode because we're ta- we started with talking about episode six three weeks after it happened, and that's way too late to give a shit about episode six because <laughs> it's all about like in the moment. being part of the discourse and mm-hmm. the churn and the tweets, etc. And all the speculation I found really fun, but if I was only getting the speculation out of this series, I would have probably been disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not. It hasn't ruined it for me at all. I just. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it needed to be there. If it wasn't going to actually lead to anything other than a dick joke. Yeah, yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and again, there is that. There is that underlying element of of Jimmy um, going to see someone in witness protection. So we, there's there's still a bit of um, sort of openness about it. And if you're going to put someone in witness protection, you're absolutely going to give them a dick joke name. Well, yep. but that's it. Witness protection people occasionally get to at least Hollywood would have a understand that they get to pick their own names <laughs> so why wouldn't stoner kid in his you know 20s early 30s yeah. pick something ridiculous like that and that would kind of work with the character we know him from yeah. in the X-Men universe to be fair so yeah. anyway that's uh, that's not so um but what was fuel for the easter egg problem solving squad was the not one but two stingers Mm-hmm. Um, and the first stinger uh, was Monica being, being part of the wrap-up. Oh, yeah, so Hayward gets his comeuppance, Darcy. So yeah. this yeah. was... I wish Darcy just wasn't in the episode, kind of, because her just showing <laughs> up to smash it, her circus truck into Hayward's truck, dropping him uh, in the wow. truck so he could uh. get arrested was, like, such a throwaway waste of yeah. the character. I'd have much rather Monica had just blasted him or something. Just, just Yeah. What's he getting arrested for? And why did he try and shoot kids? I don't get it. I mean, he's getting arrested he for trying to shoot he kids. He came out of his car and, yeah, he came out of his car and just started shooting at the kids. Like, what? what? Right, so Monica could show know that she who they can, were? can phase through bullets or whatever? Yeah, but that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah, why, but I just, why I'm not okay a... with this government official who's worked his way up over the years deciding that in this split second, I'm going to kill these two kids. Yeah. Like, I also, I, mean... I also enjoy how the kids had stopped and frozen all of the other people and taken their or done whatever with their guns and stuff. But the woman who not was him. sat in the car with Hayward, she's just in there. So when he decides to fuck off, he just left her. She's probably in yeah. the car screaming yeah. at him like, what the f- where are you going? Why are you leaving me? Yeah. Well, so it turns out because he's a kid, he could only freeze non-named characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Basically. But yeah, so it it was so unnecessary. He he was was like almost a red herring of a big bad because he was just a medium. He was just a mediocre question bad. Like he was Mm. clearly bad. He was trying to sword wanted to exploit vision, obviously. And you could have had all of that. You could add all of that and not have that last scene. Yes. When he realised he stood no chance, he didn't need to come out and start firing at the kids. He could have just been like, fuck this, I'm off. Which, and left. And that'd be it. Yeah. Like, he didn't need to start shooting at kids. Like, Yeah. It was... It was. Yeah. It, it also didn't... To, to go back to Ben's earlier point, it barely acknowledged that Monica had powers in a way that was more frustrating than... Like, I would have rather... The kids were just like, mom and dad are fighting in the air. And... They froze all the guys chasing them, and Monica's mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know, like, let's go hide in this bunker or doesn't show up at all. And that's it. Because none of this mattered. Her powers were yes. just like cool nah. CGI stuff. And it's like, again, set up for Monica being somewhere else. And it's just, yeah, it's was just... unnecessarily like <laughs> Batman's uh, like I'm gonna like Batman villain from his origin story. You won't give me pearls. Yeah, he or shoot became you. a phase one villain. Like he became. Marvel always had a problem with villains in the early days, mm. where the villains were just not very well thought out, yeah. and their motives weren't very clear. It was just all a bit like I'm bad for because I'm bad, yeah. and that's what we had here. We could have easily had um, him being arrested at the end for stealing Vision's body. Yeah, exactly. But, well, so done. I thought that's yeah. what. The arrest was supposed to be about. I, it it possibly knows? was. Yeah. Not, we're not. He's just arrested, isn't he? It was just glossed over yeah. as a, oh, don't forget about him. He's going to prison. And, yeah. we, and again, uh, another another element where it's like, right, bring back Jimmy. We need to see a little bit of him. Bring back Darcy. We need to see her again. Bring back Monica to set her then up for the for this thing. Um, before you move then, on to the stings, I do have yeah. to go. I've got a meeting in like two minutes. Oh shit! Um, so I will just say, I actually thought. Episode nine is one of the weakest episodes of the whole series. Uh, I bye. I, before, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I agree, but I, I agree because I think they were trying to appease too many people. Absolutely, it, it, it became it became standard that. MCU fighting tropey like, sort of elements, didn't it? Really, but in in the recap, me, we could easily not not talk about any of those fight scenes except for the one where Wanda sw- swaps power back and forth because they didn't matter. Vision revision was just like CGI blob fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, a lot of this is to set up other things, and that's just going back to what we were saying earlier. It's it's Marvel doing MCU stuff yeah. Yeah. that affects the out the the overall story, mm-hmm. like setting up another vision so that we can have still have Paul Bettany, yeah. which I'm on board yeah, for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's what that was for. But setting up Monica for. Whatever she's doing next, setting up the kids for but, to come back in, the, you know. Yeah, I mean, so that was my problem with with um, Vision never showing up again. It's like mm. Vision oh, yeah. was programmed, deceived, got all his memories back, so knows that he at least has an attachment to Wanda. Yeah. Also, something's going on with other Vision who helped him out, and Wanda, and all the people he has interacted with, and he just apparently left the hex. But. Well, it's vision so, in all his wisdom would know that he needs to say and have his goodbye with that. Yes, vision, so. but also he unlocked his memories. Not as he feelings. didn't unlock his experience of being in the hex, right? Yeah. But so I'm just saying, there's, there's he a has little memories bit of ambiguity of, of clearly having an attachment to Wanda. So I just feel it's weird mm. between Hayward and Wanda both being there. Mm-hmm. And so his yeah, present incarnation true. is governed by Hayward betraying him, and then Wanda's his past incarnation clearly is. To just leave and not not even show him ever again mm. through this thing. Yeah, it was an odd choice. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. you, I know you I have got to go. go. Yep. Cool. Thanks. All right. Cool. See, See you in a bit. Yeah. So just finishing that thought. Um, that was why I disliked the episode. I felt like the power drain betrayal thing was important, um, but could have been done on the ground. Yeah. Could have been a totally different scene of just like back and forth seeping of power. It didn't need to be throwing huge fireballs yeah um, yeah and no, then, i know but which i think if we didn't have the vision punch-up fest it would have been fine but between the two of them i felt like most of the episode was just watching beams happen and like two of those like vision v vision just didn't matter really like it wasn't no. a big except maybe if you know lovey vision 
didn't stop alt-right vision. Alt-right vision might have messed something up with Wanda. Other than that, none of that fight mattered. And it wasn't resolved with, now I'm vision, so I'm doing this, because they, again, skipped out, so... There was no merging, which I thought may have happened as well. I thought, yeah. Especially because, like, he has facing powers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... Again, the white vision is pulled from a previous comic as well. It's not one I'm familiar with, Mm. really. But, yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't like the design either. No, not really. I mean, that's why I jokingly call him alt-right vision. Obviously, there's nothing alt-right about it. But... I mean, he can change his appearance, so I think... I think he needs to change his appearance pretty quickly. I, I thought that that was what he was going to do instead of just his eyes. Yeah. But I guess they wanted to make it clear that... He's a separate one. And he's leaving. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So not get it confused yeah. with which one. Um, but again, I think they, it was weird that he left. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Vision Fight didn't really matter. Um, Hayward's comeuppance was fine, but he kind of didn't need to... Yeah, you're, I think you're right. It's just like this weakness of being bad for bad sake at the right time. It's like Hayward seems like he's a very politicking guy, and and, that, and he that, was that doing made more like, sense. trying to get sword back, uh, vision back for, as a sword weapon. It's just a I'm the head of sword, and this will. It's not technically right, but this will really help the organization I'm running. Getting out of the yeah. truck when he's when the kids have aren't like the kids have just taken like frozen people and taken weapons away that's it so yeah it seems very contrary to his character because again he also was like cuffing jimmy not killing jimmy right like mm. all of his stuff seems very much like i'm the bureaucrat in charge and you're getting and, the way I mean, of bureaucracy correct me if i'm wrong as well like he doesn't know that they're not kids from the town yes mm. i think i mean there, it doesn't seem clear that he would know that well, I don't know why he would know that they are, yeah. are, are related to or, or uh, you know manifested by Wanda. So everyone else is just another a real person that's been taking over. Yeah. So that makes it even worse because if even if it is a kid that she's controlling, you're shooting kid. some kid. <laughs> yeah, it's like ugh, it's it was just a really such and i'm not the only one because you can see on on the reddits and i know it's you know they're, they're not the places you go for actual real opinions but it comes up a lot yeah as a uh you know it's just a, a very very big miss yeah for that episode i think and i do think this episode isn't as good as the three that come before it yeah i don't think it's bad i just feel like it had so much to try and do they would have been better off just either having an 10 episodes and having two more or just this one i know this one was slightly longer but like a little bit an extra longer. 10 minutes an extra 15 yeah. minutes like well i mean th- get those points across i mean i think that's why the generic fight scenes really got to me because they it very much felt like Took up time. they were trading off clarity on these things that sort of weren't ham-fisted um yeah or well it's a mcu show so we need to do the mcu stuff and bing bang zoom <laughs> Yeah, do that next week or in two weeks with um Bing Bang Zoom so right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. This up until up until this episode we've pretty much had a real chilled, relaxed you know, conversation based show. Like it's all dialogue. It's yeah. not you don't we don't really get much action very small amounts. Which is and it's usually Which is also why when you do it's so effective, right? When the powers were being used in the previous episodes, um like when 
um Wandex like grows the hex because so much is 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 about we're in this stable situation and powers when she minor. expelled it's it makes it yeah. so much more impactful when it's like and then this happened and then the yeah. whole episode being like vision beams and phasing through and throwing power balls at people it was just like i mean i didn't I didn't mind that stuff as much. I just, yeah, I, I could have done with less of that and a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the whole thing shouldn't have had any action. I think action serves to sort of show yeah. that this is the climax of the film. But just have Agatha and Wanda. That yeah. would have been enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or have them not being so float in the sky, blow up the world. Well, I don't know, because I, I, I really like the... Um, yeah, it was very Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, but also, so I think the reveal of the runes in the background was so... I liked that. It was very crisp. Like, you immediately understood what was going yeah. on before she said it. Um, and you're like, right, all these throws were misthrows. Because um, while they were mm. happening, I was like, why is she missing if she's just trying to give up the power? Uh, and it's like, oh, she's not missing. She's pointedly mm. not missing. Um, so, uh, obviously, we're, we're a little over time, but... Um, Let's talk Stinger 1. Monica goes into a... Is told by someone to... Someone needs to talk to her in a theater. And then... Hmm? He just points out, doesn't she? Yeah, well, she also turns into a scroll. Oh, that as well. (laughs) That as well. Yeah, it's like, this guy wants to meet you. Where is he? Points up. And then I'm a scroll. Are we thinking it's... it's, um, Oh, God, what's his name? Is it Talis? Talon? Talon? The other scroll, yeah, I think from so. Captain Marvel, yeah. The- or do we? Because we know that um, what's his face is up there as well. Nick Fury. So Nick Fury's up there as well. No, but and she has that tie. Yeah, and he's also getting a show later on. Do we think that that's? Oh, I didn't think her about Nick. joining him. Yeah, that's what I originally I thought it was the other scroll whose name I really can't remember. I absolutely love him as a character. Yeah. Ta- is it Talon? Talis? Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he. He's up, you know, it could be either of those. I don't think it's Captain Marvel. Oh, it's definitely not Captain Marvel. Talking about. Mar- no, no. Ca- Captain Marvel wouldn't just be hanging out near yeah. the Earth. That's just not. No. Nah. And, and she says he, doesn't she? Yeah. The scroll. Yeah. Talos. Yeah, so it's definitely not. Talos, that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, which I, I, I want to see more of him as well because he, he was great in, in, he's my favorite part of Captain Marvel, I think. Well, I mean, um, so I, th- think it's him uh, mostly because we know that the secret invasion's coming in some sense mm. and this seems like like a direct reference to i'm here looking like human but i'm and i'm a sword official but i am scroll. sure yeah um yeah i mean that's what we're setting up with uh, that's what they sort of set up with you know the end of spider-man far from home as well wasn't it, it was other agents yeah. that were not yeah, so so I think it's just that, but I cool. think what it is clearly showing is that Monica's gonna be front and center of that show, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm I really liked the character, and like she has interesting powers that I, you know, now know about thanks to that infamous <laughs> child shooting scene. Yeah, I mean, I so it's one of those things where you can tell it's still Marvel because like there's a quick a line I liked right. So when she like blocks the bullets, but one misses, and then the the kids like nope and then they all fall down together and he's like nice yeah. powers and she's like you too it's like oh yeah that's more that's this vintage marvel yeah, 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 but also uh... <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know it, it it is a it is a difficult one because you can't make it too 
non-Marvel because then you're stepping out of what people are watching these shows for. Yeah. So I, I liked that scene, actually. I thought that scene was quite good. Yeah, like uh, you said, it's just how, it, how the bullets scene. started because they could easily have had yeah. before he managed, like, have the shooting happen and then protection and then, and then the freezing it. and getting rid of the guns. Like, you reorder it and then you... It's just the generic shoulder soldiers doing generic soldier things, right? Or yeah. something, but yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, uh, then we end with the last stinger scene. Yeah, which I'm still a bit confused about as to what is actually happening. Yeah, so let's just describe it. We zoom in to a cabin in Alaska, essentially. Um, Possibly. Yeah. More I mean, likely. Or, or Siberia, depending on yeah. if it's like I'm closer to Sokovia, but I, I just, the, the Yukon, like the north. Yeah. The wintry north, and it's like it's like clearly on our own. Yeah, and it's um, Wanda holding a cup of um, a mug in like sweats, essentially, uh, on the porch, and then her kettle goes off, and she walks in and she pours liquid into the mug, and I was very confused because she seemed to be outside holding her hot beverage, but her hot beverage hadn't finished yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it really threw me for a loop. I'm like, why is she? Holding the mug if the kettle's just going off now. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I didn't even, didn't even yeah. click. Um, and then, uh, and then meet, then it pans through the cabin and you see full Scarlet Witch in her full Scarlet Witch getup. Um, chaos magic floating in the air and she's leafing through the Book of the Dead or whatever. The dark. Darkhold is called. Sorry, isn't yeah, it? It's a Darkhold Ag- Agatha's like that. Yeah. book that she had. But that has cropped up in Agents of Shield and a few oh, other shows, it? which aren't canon now. So I don't know if that's. Oh, I didn't canon know that. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah, it's um, it's the big bad book basically, okay. and from the the hell dimension. Which I mean, everyone obviously knows about the. We all thought Mephisto was coming. Yeah. In some form in this. And I still think they are setting him up to be the big bad. I, well, to be the next Thanos. Yeah, so so I think, like, um, based on Doctor Strange being the key, mm. uh, and Mephisto being a very big part in the Doctor Strange universe, but also um, in that scene with Agatha in her past, mm. she's accused of, like, dealing with some dark person when she shouldn't have. Yeah, uh, and she's, and that's who I thought it. That, that's clearly who it yeah, is. Yeah, and so I think it has to be. Yeah, so yeah, so I think the the, the Scarlet Witch is going to follow the same path of the book. Well, this is where I'm contact. not so sure about that scene. So at first, I thought she was just doing the astral reading that Doctor Strange does. Um, she's drinking a coffee yeah. whilst also reading, which doesn't make sense because, like, if you're going to do two separate things, have one of the things. Be, both be productive or just do one of them. Like, yeah, it's like the it, idea of it, him is being the coffee in two places really in... getting in the way of flipping a yeah. page because you're flipping the yeah. page not with your hands. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like in Doctor Strange, he's sleeping and reading at the same time. So he's getting his refreshing sleep that he needs to function yeah. and reading. In this, she's reading but also having a cup of coffee. So it's kind of a waste. Yeah. Like, like, like do that and watch telly or, or something. do something else. Like, just sitting on the steps. I mean, sometimes. But then someone else, someone else said that maybe that's not what what's going on there. Is the Scarlet Witch and her almost two separate, almost like the Dark Phoenix from the X Men universe? Mm. Is there something else going on there? Because I do think that we are going to see 
her as a kind of villain almost. I don't, I think, I think that's what WandaVision has kind of been setting up is her as, you know, obviously had a bit of a traumatic life. And is that a part of that? Is there going to be a part of her now that as it starts getting into that dark magic becomes more of a villain? And is she separate almost to, to Wanda now? Mm. I mean, I, but I don't know how. I mean, I I've seen the scene once. Yeah. I haven't really gone back and rewatched it. I thought it was an interesting theory, but it could just be, as we said earlier, it could just be us wanting more. Yeah, from I, I think it's just supposed to be Doctor Strange style mm. reading. And let's be honest, sometimes you just need to stare off into the middle distance with a coffee. I mean, that's basically been twenty twenty and twenty twenty one for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's... But I, I, what I think is going to happen is the book is going to tell her she can like bring vision back and so she's gonna try and well like yeah and possibly the kids depending on if they well, we had them like, didn't i we? think i think it's gonna cause her to look into things and that's where mephisto is gonna pull her strings and she's gonna be like act one big bad via just doing the standard you know yeah i just want to fix this thing and like the same sort of tra- trap she fell in here but still well, not noticing it's the same moves of you just have to learn to let go, which I yeah. kind of, I hope I'm wrong. Cause I think it would, it, it would be so much more powerful for WandaVision. If this was her processing her grief and realizing she has to move on. Like that's what yeah, the show wants you to, ha- to, to feel like, right. Um, you know, you, you don't know, you don't tell me who I know who I am. That line that uh, she make does against uh, Agatha. Um, is really mm. powerful, but then if she's still not letting go, she it doesn't work. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, and and it is different. But because we hear Billy and Tommy at the end, it doesn't. I I do think that that is probably where we're gonna. Yeah, get. Yeah, I think so like, too. She hasn't. Maybe she's got over the grief of Vision, which is pointless because oh, there's another Vision out there. Actually, it would be really interesting if it it was so she got over the grief of Vision. Um, she thought the kids were just sort of facsimiles but actually because it's yeah. chaos ma- magic she made them they just couldn't live in their bodies so their souls or whatever you know, marvel has this yeah that's yeah. what i'm thinking i didn't think about that and, and, yeah and so then it's it's it's, there like, is... it's like a rescue thing rather than a grief thing yeah potentially yeah i mean there is there is i mean i'm not i've never really been into to wander as a character until now that's one thing this show has done is made me care about wander and care about vision so much now if i watch endgame now i'm gonna like vision's death the first time in endgame uh, and Infinity War even. You know, I don't feel like as a character he was very well explored in the movies because yeah. we didn't have enough time and there was too many of the characters. Now, though, they are two of my favourites, I would say. They're definitely up there for me. So it's going to have more impact. And But because I've never had that interest in those characters, I've not really read any of the comics, but I, I'm uh, and I might be wrong, but Mephisto does, is involved in her getting her kids in the comic. Yeah. And that's she you knows she 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 um Agatha's involved as well, so it it very much looks like that's what we're gonna be seeing next. Yeah. Is is in some way she does a deal with him because he is their devil. He's the 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 Marvel version of the devil. He yeah. lives in the hell dimension. And he makes deals like our fictional devil does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so and, and sometimes he's know. part of a retcon like say Spider Man that's really shitty. Um Still bitter, like a million years later. Okay, it was like ten years ago they they used Spider Man sacrificed his unborn child and his relationship for MJ so that his aunt yeah. would live in a way that was just awful. Yeah, yeah. I I, I never read. I, I've heard. Yeah, 
yeah. Well, no, yeah. get out. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of one thing, I, I meant to bring up earlier when we were talking about um, casting Evan Peters mm. is that they've done the same thing in Far From Home, didn't they? We had J.K. Simmons back, right, as the same character. So it's weird that we then get an. <laughs> Again, it's like, are we setting up a multiverse, or are you just doing your cameos? Because I can't. Yeah, and I, I, I I can't deal with both. You can't have both. Yeah, I think that's that's where my frustration lies. Again, it's just like, yeah, we want to tease and push the discourse and the chat and the theorizing forward, but we do it so heavy handedly that someone's going to be pissed at the end, but they don't care so long as the discourse was pushed. Like, I guess it feels more bad faithy when it's this bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and 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 a boner joke. Yeah, I really, you really, really didn't like that, that boner joke, did you? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just felt it was really cheap. Yeah. But um, yeah, ah, overall, like I'm glad it was weekly as well, which I wasn't saying in the beginning. Yeah, because I mean that was one of the things I was going to talk about. But obviously, we've run out of time. Um, but just like yeah. so, part of that whole discourse pushing Easter egg finding thing is that it's weekly and people struggled with that but i think ultimately if for a show that has twists etc that does have these mini cliffhangers and is about trying to figure it out whether just for mm. this had more impact. yeah it, it's always gonna have more impact right versus because one, one of the things is you wouldn't have sat on episode six for a week and thought about and theorized you would have just hit play no, on episode no. seven and like our chat about episode six was pretty quick because it was it, it was it was an episode that was setting up questions yeah. So if you binge watch the whole thing, you're like, those are interesting questions. And then you're like, now I know the answer. I'm not going to talk about but even, the question episode ever with someone, right? Sure. But even earlier than that, with episode one and two coming out at the same time, and they were almost standalone, weren't they? Yeah, there was yeah. the um, character sort of breaking character. Yeah. And then we had the third episode, and it was again. And like, you know, I know my wife struggled with the first couple of episodes because she's never seen. I, I've seen just out of life watching reruns yeah. as a kid, but you know, she's never seen I Love Lucy. She's never seen Bewitched yeah. and so on. So she didn't even have that to go by. So, so when the rug was then pulled out in episode four and the big reveal happened of what was actually going on, that worked so much better than if we just watched, you know, one, two, three, and then four, it would have felt like that for hour and a half was a bit weird, but because that was actually two, no, three weeks by the time you get the reveal. It worked so much better. And I'm glad they done it that way. Because then oh, it was just it was just so much cooler yeah. <laughs> to be like, what is going on for three weeks? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think like Ben and I on the first episode chatted about like I grew up watching reruns of things. I remember watching yeah. Van Dyke uh and Mary Tyler Moore episodes with my family, etc. on reruns. And those worked. I mean, like, I never really watched yeah. Bewitched or whatever, but because I was, like, I've seen enough of those things and cultural moments, those all worked. And, like, I get these tropes. I get what they're doing. This is this is fun. And Ben and Kim were, uh, his partner, were just, like, kind of hemming and hawing until episode four. Um, but that, mm. again, another really smart thing of having the two very sort of knowledge-dependent episodes um like needing to know about these sitcoms to really understand what they're doing uh together like the the two standalone sitcom episodes are the first release and so that's just one week of waiting before you start getting hints of something else on episode three so i think it was really smart of them was also in production to put them like to do episodes one and two together so if you were yeah. like 
ah, this isn't my bag. And a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people did. But it, I, I know it, it's also, I know a couple of people who have only now watched WandaVision. They haven't watched anything else. They've not watched, uh, a friend of mine from, from work, she is not into superheroes yeah. at all, but she's got like a weird taste in TV shows and she has a, a connection to those old timey shows. Yeah. So she started WandaVision to watch it for the, the, the weird sitcom side of it and ended up sticking with it to the end because, it's it good. Sort of grabbed her attention. Yeah. And then it's good. And, and obviously you need to know. And, and if what's funny is that when we did start getting the more, um, MCU stuff, the more modern day stuff that was outside of the hacks, she didn't like those episodes at all. Yeah, I was just saying, and that's the, that's like the inherent yeah, problem. It, the opposite. If you, if you yeah. don't like the sit, like I think it's like, it's the sweet spot for people exactly like you and me, which is, yeah, I have the familiarity with the sitcoms. I like superhero shit. I'm getting both. And then there's people <laughs> yeah, who are yeah, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I have familiarity with the sitcoms. I don't really like superhero stuff." Uh, but this works. I like. I'm now attached to the characters. I'll watch it, but kind of don't really like the the shift. And then there's people like Ben, or or a lot of other people online who are just like, "I I want MCU content, and this isn't it." Oh, good, it's turning into MCU content. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and we, we know that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be first. And so, yeah, having it this way was quite brave to go in with their first I, series I and be it, like, it it's weird. Look how weird this is. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like it. But I think, I mean, um, I but also think it's really smart programming to do that in the lockdown where people are going to watch it and stick with it. But also you come off, like you said, as super brave and like it's Disney, but people are like, this is such a cool experimental show. Oh. And they need to pay attention to that and do that for their future. Because the MCU was getting stale for me. Yeah. Like, I love it. I, I, I've, I've been with it since the beginning. But I find I'm st- I am was starting up until Endgame. I'm like, because I didn't like Ant-Man 2. I'm not a massive Captain Marvel fan. I, I didn't particularly like black panther i didn't like so so the, the there's a lot of films in the later and the only reason i don't like them they're good films but it's because they're not different enough like i love the guardian side of things and the, th- the, Ragnarok. the galaxy and that because it was and for because they were so different and then when we're back on earth doing mcu stuff on earth it was i mean obviously black panther had fantastic sets and the design work on that was great but the actual story was generic almost yeah i mean and my like, biggest problem with that not to derail us too much but uh was yeah, sure. the enemy and the relationship and like the and the fact that they just had a big brawl at the end yeah it was, and it was just too... it just felt really well that that brawl is terrible in black panther yeah. the cg is really bad and you just don't care yeah. you just don't care and he's an interesting villain up until that point I well thought. i think like, it's because he's an interesting villain because he's like i don't have your background and we are talking about the African American struggle in life. Yeah, of, and that side of it is where they should have lent yeah. more heavily. And then, and then, and in, so they have this very much this foiling, and then the end, the the climax of their fight, like their 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 um, their fight with each other, is a literal fight which doesn't use any of the things that is interesting about why they're at odds. Yeah, they both. The film wants you to be like, "Hey, we have we want the same goal, but one of you, one of us is willing to do whatever it takes at the expense of others, and the other realizes that's a losing battle." But what ends up happening is they become cartoons and fight through a tunnel for a bit, and then one of them falls yeah, down, right? Like exactly. I mean, it is a, it is a problem with the MCU as a whole. So 
WandaVision is a step in the right direction for that, but then it did it itself at the yeah. end. So yeah, it's, 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 so I feel like that, that, the way that episode was paced and stuff felt very much like the studio's like, but we can't be experimental for the whole run. Yeah, yeah. We have to well, do this standard because... thing we know people like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, cool. But, uh, do mean, you have any last thoughts? Yeah. I recognize you. No, like I said in the beginning, I think, I mean, maybe in a couple of weeks when I've done a rewatch, my mind might change a little bit, but I think so far it's probably been my favorite, favorite part of the MCU. Definitely. Um, I mean, I really liked the last Spider-Man going against what I just said about it being quite similar because that was very CGI, heavy fighting monsters, but I just love those characters. I've, I'm very attached to Spider-Man. So, but, um, yeah, as a, as, as in general, like this has got me really excited for what comes next. Like if, if, if Doctor Strange 2, carries on this weirdness which it should do because which character can do it best why yeah i'm um i mean yeah i have faith that then they so turns out weirdness sells and it just has taken a while for them to figure that out but i think that's what between guardian's success uh guardians 2 being my dad's a planet (laughs) um (laughs) yeah thor ragnarok just fucking out of nowhere (laughs) for them yeah so good i think they realized that um, my, I mean, my worry then was like it's all going to be quippy stuff, but I think they they've realized that the weird sells, not just the comedy. Yeah, well, having having it so based on heavily on grief, like it really worked. Yeah. It was so emotional in in some places, which for the MCU is is it doesn't always hit those points very well. So and it nailed it on this. Yeah. It's got me more interested in the TV shows as a whole as well. Because when they first said we're going to be doing TV shows, I was like, hasn't worked very well. I mean, the key is it's, it's Marvel Studios TV shows and not yeah, ABC yeah. Family's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Which I don't mind Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just there was a lot of filler. Yeah. Yeah, there was a I lot mean, that's the problem with um, a 22 episode a year thing, right? Yeah. Don't do it. Do nine. Yeah. I believe that on everything, on everything. You don't need 22 episodes of anything. Even Breaking Bad suffered from that. When it was the shorter series, it was more concise. And when they started adding more episodes, eh, it got bloated. And that is a problem with American television in general. So, yeah, 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 keep them short. Because Falcon and Winter Soldier is six episodes an hour long. So nice and solid. Let's let's see how that does. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm on the same page as you. I'm super interested uh, I, when they announced Doctor Strange 2 was going to be the sort of kickoff of the new phase or post-Endgame, you know, movie, yeah. I was like, wow, that's weird. And now I'm like, oh, I hope it is as weird as I, I thought. Like, I'm just... Yeah, it needs to I be want, so out there. It's also the way that Marvel has differentiated itself from the DCEU with comic books are weird and do the weird batshit stuff. And people have loved comic books for a long time because of this. Ergo, don't run away from what makes this successful in your adaptation. Right? You still have to adapt it to be uh, go- what's good for movies or TV shows, but you shouldn't run away from the core thing, right? Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm look- looking forward to it. Uh, also, Winter Soldier. I hope it's kind of a generic action buddy cop thing. <sighs> Spy thriller, yeah. Like, I, I want I it want, to be light I want Winter Soldier, the film, as a TV show. Yeah. Like, I'll be happy with Fair. that. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, we've lost cool. Ben, um, but you can catch us uh, every week here at Noonish on Twitch for this show, which you can also rate, review, uh, etc. on your podcaster of choice if you listen to it. Uh, I'm play games on Tuesdays. 
uh, First Looks Tuesday, so I just play a new game that's out. Um, and then we record Tanked Up at 8 on here on Twitch as well, but you can catch that on Podcasters of Joyce. It's a podcast all about craft beer and video games. Um, you can reach us. At, uh, ben and I play a game together on Let's Play Together Wednesdays at noon, and Radari plays Insomnia Fridays at 10.30. That's the Twitch stuff. Uh, go to outlives.net for all your VODs, podcasts, articles, etc. We're all at Out of Lives Net. I'm at the Omniarch. How do people reach you, Dave? Uh, I'm at the Meaty Fishman, but I don't really check Twitter, so don't bother. Fair enough. <laughs> to be honest. Um, do you have a, yeah. a recommendation of a thing people should check out then? Um... Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally, as you know, just been working, returning to the Division oh, Two. Oh, the Division so Two. That is yeah. all I'm doing at the minute. Is just Division Two. I mean, um, which if you can grab it on sale, for, like for the amount of content that's in there, I, I picked it out for about fifteen quid oh. with the expansion, and I've been, I'm, I'm on like nearly sixty hours. and oh, so wow. much left to do. So yeah, cool. Definitely, uh, I don't, it's Ubisoft. Yeah, then. I have the PS4 version, but I played like maybe 10 hours. Um, and yeah. the expansion because it was when it first launched. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, oh, right. And Ben's at Nova underscore 47 on all of the things. Um, but that's been us. Thanks again for joining us, Dave. Glad we could see your no happy face again. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the coughing. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, I tried to cough away, but it's definitely picked it up on the mic, so you're gonna be, uh, Enjoying that lungful of uh, f- phlegm, I guess. Oh, what a what, disgusting! What, what, Let's move what on. A good way to end the show. Enjoy yeah, that lungful yeah. of phlegm. Uh, I've been yeah, a deal. Nice. Ben was Ben. Dave was Dave. Uh, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. www.outoflives.net. <laughs> <laughs>